Hello, Phantom fans, and welcome to the Dump and Chase Podcast 2023 Main Camp Recap. I'm Sam, he's Justin, and as we're recording these, we're about a week removed from uh, the three days we spent down in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. So, Justin, we've had a week. Have you recovered? Have you gotten any bit of sleep more than you got while you were down there? Are you still Uh, sad you missed one of the two Taylor Swift concerts? Well, yeah, I mean, um, I don't even know where to go from there. (laughs) I I wish I could afford Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) Not to buy them, uh, just to be able to afford them. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, I mean, I slept okay. It wasn't wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, uh, I think the cockroaches went to bed around 11, so. <laughs> I'll see. My, mine all came back from the Taylor Swift concert around 1 in the morning. Uh, yeah, mine were all uh, locals. That, and and that and that's the thing for anybody who wasn't at camp that was basically the main topic of conversation was you know just a just a you know just a trip down the road to Pittsburgh there were Taylor Swift concerts going on over the weekend uh yeah um, it definitely played havoc with uh trying to find decent respectable lodgings in the area <laughs> um either you were traveling way far away or um, staying at places that mm, probably are better off avoided. Yeah. Or you're in a hotel just overrun by Swifties. Um, that goes in the better off avoided category <laughs> just for different reasons. I don't know. I mean, I mean, oh, should I go into the elevator story? It's up to you. I, uh, you could cut it if not. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it. The hotel I was in, I was up on the, I was up on the top floor. I was up on the fifth floor and so I had to ride the elevator down five floors and I Saturday morning. So it was after a uh, night one of Taylor Swift at uh, Acrisure Stadium. And I get onto the elevator along with three other girls, probably 14, 15 years old, that as the doors are closing, they all start debating uh, which Taylor Swift song they felt defined them the most. And never in my life have I wanted an elevator to plummet to the bottom more than I did in that moment. <sighs> I just, I, I remember looking up and I'm like, okay, we're on the third floor. I can survive this drop. Uh, just whatever gets me to the ground floor the quickest. Grumpy old man. That's right. I mean, and you know, and we said, I mean, we, you know, I, you know, I like Taylor Swift. I do like her music. I'm not going to pay $2,000 a ticket nor am I going to stand around and debate her music and how it, I feel it defines me. So how was the Clarks? Uh, Clarks were pretty good. That's I, I put out on social, uh, the ribs and rock festival in Boardman. I put out on social media, uh, typically hockey fans, uh, in Northeastern Ohio, Western Pennsylvania, this is, you know, going and seeing a Clark show is how you like to celebrate hockey championships. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, seeing the Clarks on Thursday night and then going back again, seeing the Gin Blossoms on uh, Saturday night. Both very good shows. And if at some point you're listening right now and you're thinking, wait a minute, isn't this a hockey podcast? Again, I will point out that Taylor Swift and music were the dominant conversations at camp. So we want to give you the full experience of what it was like to be there if you were not, if you weren't able to make uh, it. He is not lying. Um, <laughs> this was it got pretty heated at times. <laughs> Um, mostly with the, the unavailability of lodgings. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get to camp, um, turned out, uh, things were going to be a little bit different this year from last year. 
Uh, last year, we were uh, in the conference room, uh, very spacious, um, actually way more space than what we needed. Uh, this year, that area has been converted into something else, so we weren't able to get in there. Uh, we were actually uh, given an office that was in the downstairs area down by the locker rooms. And I mean, a little cramped, but really gave us access to like all the behind. Like we were like smack dab yeah. in the middle of like all the behind the scenes stuff going <laughs> yeah. on. So, yeah, there were some um, interesting moments and um, we just kind of try to blend in with the woodwork and yeah. not be noticed and <laughs> I guess it's a, a tribute to, you know, to the fact that we're getting to be more regulars around these things, I guess. Yeah. Huh. And anyway, I, I think we were well taken care of. So, um, you know, kudos to the team and staff for how well we were treated. It's just, yeah. All the, all these years going to camp and then we really get, you know, it was just like a completely whole new perspective, uh, you know, based on what we've done in the past. It was, it was like a whole new world to us. Uh, kind of, you know, being in the bowels of the building and everything else. And beyond that, we were busy. <laughs> um, def- definitely got our steps in every day, both literal steps and flights of stairs. We got both of those in, a lot of those in uh, yeah. over the over the course of the weekend. Uh, you know, got to meet, you know, a lot of the new people, got to see a lot of the returners. Throughout a lot of what you're going to hear, you might hear a couple references to uh, Jacob Fowler and kind of, <laughs> uh, poking fun here and there basically uh jacob at that point had not uh was not to the point of uh needing to move on to his next obligations uh he still had a little bit of time to kill so he was there hanging out uh camp so i got you know got to hang out with him a little bit more got to chat with him a little bit more so you will hear references to him being there and maybe poking a little fun at it but uh that, yeah, that's all it was. But um, so essentially what we're going to be doing here, uh, trying something a little different this year, instead of we have a lot of these interviews, instead of throwing them all together into one giant long episode or even splitting it up into two still fairly long episodes. Uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be releasing these in parts, uh, starting with this one, part one. Uh, then we'll be going all the way up through part eight. We'll be releasing these every few days. So again, instead of like these giant long episodes that you have to listen through, uh, you know, you'll just be getting little bits here and there. But again, there will be eight parts total. And again, this is part one. So we're going to be kicking this off. And this was actually the first interview we did down there um, on the weekend. Uh, welcoming back to the show, Stephen Smith, a.k.a. Smitty, Phantoms Equipment Manager, and now uh, back-to-back champion, both in the uh, North American Hockey League and now the United States Hockey League. And uh, he brought along with him, uh, who he nicknamed the Godfather, Sean Novotny, uh, who is basically <laughs> this uh, Swiss Army knife behind the scenes for the Phantoms in many different facets, uh, whether uh, legitimate or just plain oddball. Uh, this guy had a big hand in it uh, behind the scenes. So definitely not afraid to to do anything, uh, Sean Novotny. All right. So without any further ado. Here is part one of this eight-part series with Phantoms Equipment Manager Stephen Smith and Sean Novotny. All right, and we have a couple new guests in the room now. Uh, our first guest returning for the second time on the show. It 
starting to feel like championships just follow him wherever he goes. Uh, Phantoms equipment manager, Stephen Smith. Smitty, welcome back to the show. I uh, appreciate it being back. And uh, it's nice to have you finally yes. on board, right? Yes. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it was a little one-on-one, you know, exclusive interview last time. But, hey, I mean, it's uh, it's good to have the full gang in here now, huh? And the lights are not on an automatic timer, so <laughs> no, we, won't yeah. be, we won't be doing this in the dark again. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that'll be – I had to get up and <laughs> do, do that. But, I mean, you never know what will happen. I mean, we're – you know, anything can happen in this room, you know, I mean – so you get the uh, Null Trophy last year with New Jersey. You get the Clark Cup with the Phantoms this year. Do you ever stop to think maybe you are just a little bit lucky or? Uh, fortunate. Um, uh, I Hey, I'm behind the scenes, you know, and I know my role, you know, and uh, I love what I do. And uh, it's it's been an honor to be with the last two teams. You know, this team, obviously, in New Jersey, you know, is, it's a lot of fun and being a part of you know back to back championships. It's still surreal. I don't think it's hit still hit me yet. Um what a what's what the accomplishments are, but um it's it's been fun and, and definitely can't complain to say the least. So uh you know we'll see what happens you know in the coming years here. Now how are you doing with the turnaround where you win a championship you want to celebrate now few weeks later you're at main camp and it's just kind of your you know kick starting in the next season you know are, are, did you have trouble kind of balancing that at the beginning you still uh, kind of want to celebrate uh, but at the same time right i didn't really get to to, to enjoy it necessarily i mean i got to enjoy it on the ice and, you know lift the cup and all that and that was you know special but uh and uh what i mean it was right as soon as we got into the room you know it was like all right let's get after it we got to get you know get everything turned around get everything shut down you know for the for the end of the year and worked over the next couple of days, you know, and, uh, while the boys were, you know, uh, were, uh, celebrating and, uh, you know, but it's work. The job's never done. And, you know, and then to get ready for main camp here, it was, I mean, it was literally like a snap of a finger, quick turnaround to get ready for this. Uh, so what's it been like for you with main camp? I mean, it's instead of tending to 22, 25 kids, whatever it is, now it's, I don't know what, a hundred and how many are here this week? Uh, I think we're over 250. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's been hectic. I think I'm still thinking of the COVID years <laughs> as far as the numbers. Yeah. Uh, uh, hectic. Um, well, I mean, overall good. I mean, stay as long as you stay ahead of things, you know, and, and I, I mean, I'll, yeah, hand camp jerseys. I'll be here if any, you know, anybody needs an equipment repair, um, take care of the vets that are here, uh, sharpen skates. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing, you know, kids needing their skates done. So, um, that's probably the, the, the fun part is getting someone's skates that have been sharpened by a sparks machine in a pro shop and, and wherever the hell. And, and I'm like, I'm like, Oh dear, Barbara, this is going to take me 20 minutes for one, for just one boot. But I mean, it is what it is. But, but luckily they space it all out. Right. It's not like they all come to you in groups of 10 or 15 at a time to throw their skates at you. Right. right? Yeah. A couple at a time here and there. Um, I think now that we're, you know, we're getting deeper into camp and, you know, more, more guys are coming, uh, to have their skates done. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's, you know, it hasn't been too bad. I mean, I, re- I really can't complain. Yeah, he was going to bring his skates and have you sharpen them, but he forgot. I would have thrown them right back at I, you. I forgot my skates and the five bucks. Yeah, they'd uh. have been, yeah I would have been like, yeah, they're done. I ran them across concrete. <laughs> well, the last place I had them sharpen, that may be what they did. So. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, we saw the video on social media. Um, it, it was after a win involving you oh, crawling along. Can you explain this? You're, you have a puck, you have the game puck in your hand. You're crawling along the ground. Doing doing an army crawl and then you're stuffing the puck into the uh, 
the cupboard there. Uh, where did that come from? All right. Well, I mean, I guess this is a really good segue. Um, with us here is uh, Sean Novotny. Um, he's uh, his one of his son is one of our stick boys for the team, and uh, he's our Sean is um, I you know we call him the Godfather. Uh, he's uh, he does. I mean everything for us, you know, when at a drop of a hat, if we need anything, you know, or I'm in a bind or anything like that, he's there to help me out. Um, yeah, I mean, it takes a village to, to, to accomplish and do what we do. So, uh, you know, Sean, hi, how are you? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so, Sean, when we were going into playoffs uh, the week of uh, before CR and. Uh, I wanted to do something, um, you know, unique or cool, and, and we so we kind of put our brains together on what we can do. So we ended up actually making. Well, I didn't make it. Had the idea of you know having a a, a trophy built essentially, you know, in where our, you know with the cutouts where I can put the, the the pucks in and you know to to for the wins for playoffs. And he went to town and had the thing built in what a half an hour. Had the thing painted in another hour. Yeah. And had it had it at the rink by game by for game for the for game one against CR and and so that started uh, that was our you know my little thing to to with with the boys to pump them up was you know you know get the game puck and throw it throw it throw it in the trophy and um, so it was so I got a little more animated after every game a little more animated a little more animated and uh, of course after that game two win in Fargo I mean I was like well what am I gonna do I mean at this point it's either take my shirt off or yeah. you know I, I, you know and I I, uh, I couldn't I couldn't believe after the fact that it ended up on social media but hey it is what it is right I mean I mean hopefully you know a team sees that and there's like that guy's for the boys like he's for the team like however it's he fit in and I've you know I'll do anything for him. So I guess I would end up being an army crawl, you know, from the corner out of the coach's office into the room. Um, and yeah, just, you know, throw that, throw that puck in and, you know, and, you know, because after that we had, you know, we had one to go and I think we were all excited and all pumped to come back to Youngstown and, and um, finish the job. And, you know, I sure the heck was, um, you know, B1 went away from it, from a from a championship it's it's uh it's a feeling you know uh, winning it's one thing obviously being right there you know and anything could have happened right uh but i mean without without sean here to help keep, uh, piece that together uh and, and and get that get that built i mean that's kind of where the whole story evolves from and and uh yeah it's a uh, you know funny little thing i guess you know to have have that with the boys and i think they sure appreciated it too all right so sean when you create just this this masterpiece this just this piece of art and not only does it end up being as you know featured on social media but it involves him having to crawl on his stomach on a locker room floor i mean was that just kind of a bonus perk to the whole thing or uh, that deserves an espy <laughs> <laughs> i'm nominating that right now so if anyone at espn hears that i want that at the top that's got to be the top 10 espies for this year you know espn is one of our uh, big listeners so every please week, so. uh, they, uh, oh. you got one nomination so far we need all the followers to nominate them that's going for an SB this year uh, ESPN yeah. tractor supply and yes yes uh, Stephen came to me and just said hey I need this I literally went to my shop and I came back in an hour the paint was still wet and we like kind of air dried it and tried to you know get it to dry real quick and bam there we go and then we pulled it out after that win and the boys loved it and just the uh, electric in the room just took off from there so it was an awesome thing is that kind of the dynamic where it's just he comes up with the idea? Yeah. And, and, it's just, 
Anytime he needs something, no, 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 no. not. I'm not taking all the credit as far as ideas. Believe me, I come to you and ask your thoughts on things, and you sure the heck helped me on that. Nah, yeah. Now, has there been anything where you're like, no, I'm not doing that? Oh no, there's no no in the. Okay. In the hierarchy of Stevens, there's in the stick boy room you know that in the operation there you can't say no right i mean if he came to you before game three with fargo and he's like i want a zip line in the locker room i want to be tethered to it and i'm just gonna fly he would find a way to do it i would just fly across the room like superman to put that puck in done 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 that it's it's what do you need beautiful and done those are those <laughs> those are the three words or you know sentences that are in his realm of, of his you know wheel that he will say like i mean if i want to be like i want one of the stick boys to skydive off of the empire state building with the sign and let's get it videoed he would be like done and he would find a way to do it we do that when we have to do the when the guys are coming up with the lineups in the before pre games or before the game. We're always coming up with ideas like, "Hey, we need to yeah, have a kid in a trash can and just jump out with a <laughs> like." We've come up or the laundry bin one, right? Yeah. Our, our Logan, our one stick boy, we were gonna cover him in a laundry bin and roll him out, and let him just go crazy with it. Hey, we always got great ideas, but even like Steven's room, like yeah, I don't know when you guys were in there last, but we put in new cabinets, added a TV, third period, the kids, stick boys. It's became like a whole, uh, I don't even know what. Second that, home? Yeah, second home. <laughs> but the boys won't even watch the game in the third period. They all go in the office because they're so superstitious, and they watch the game on TV, and that's their, like, and they have one kid running back and forth. Hey, no free ads. Flow hockey can't get free ads. Yeah, Come true. On. All right. Yeah, <laughs> bye bye. They get enough of our money. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get anything uh, from yes. them. Yes. They, they, yes. they got enough of our money. They're not giving us any. Yeah, so. yeah. We're, I'm taking a line off of spitting chicklets. No free ads. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, Stephen, I mean, and you, like I said, you went through this back for, uh, you know, went through this before last year with New Jersey, but you get down to the end of game three, the clock hits zero. I mean, it, what's going through your head at that point? Uh, holy shit. <laughs> this is this serious? Like, am I like someone slap me and wake me up? Um, I think, and it was what was special to me was, um, the first thing I did. I mean, the first thing I did is I looked into the stands right across, you know, right across, and um, my dad was in the stands, and unfortunately, he missed um, the Robertson Cup. And um, due to his job, and he was gung ho that he was like, I'm gonna be there. I don't care what it takes. And just to able to look up and just point at my dad, and I can just see him crying. Like, I mean, shit, I'm about to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's you know, that's no, the raw. This, this is an audio show. We're not gonna get any extra for you crying. So I know, right? <laughs> um, it's that it's that raw emotion, I guess. Uh, so there it is. You know, it's uh, just you know, and it was. You know, and of course, I, 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 unfortunately, you know, there was there was some other things that my wife was committed to. Um, she wasn't unfortunately able to be there, and that, that one, that one hurt a little bit. But I mean, it is what it is. Life, you know, such is life, right? Um, but you know, she was absolutely just as much as part of part of this. You know, I, I mean, without my dad and my wife, you know, to to, to support me and and let me do what I love, and and with my wife running running the show back at home and making sure everything's taken care of there, you know, and then dad from 2,000 miles away, um, you know, ask, you know, wants to know how every game goes, how everything could happen, anything break, you know, tell me what happened. I mean, it's, it's you know, I, it could be 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning on my drive home, 
after it's all said and done, my dad is still waiting up for my for a phone call from me because he mm-hmm. wants to know what's going on. Um, I mean, he's been there since day one, of course, right? He's my father, and um, for him to be there uh, was truly special. And um, you know, and with the help of him and 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 Jared Rupert, you know, one of the other uh, dads, his you know his boys are our stick boys also to go grab him and bring him down. Um, onto the ice and just share that moment with him um it was you know truly special so i mean it was you know there was definitely a lot of raw emotion running through me through the whole thing and um and you know god finally got a minute to collect my thoughts in my office you know before the guys all came in and it was just like did i really just go back to back in the two top junior leagues in the united states um you're the common thread there i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, like I said at the beginning of the, the you know the show here, I mean, fortunate, um, very lucky, um, very thankful, appreciative uh, for um, you know Jason Deskins, you know Ryan Kosecki, you know Ryan Ward, um, you know Andrew Goldman, Murray Gunty, you know Bruce Olden, everyone uh, to to let me be part of this and just give me an opportunity to to be here and you know prove my worth, you know. Um, and uh, I, and I hope I've shown that to not only them, but to you know teams in the NHL and the American Hockey League, and so on and so forth. All right. So, talking about your wife, was she more excited about the cup than she was you get in the BioSteel game, or <laughs> um, <laughs> the the cup, uh, uh, the bio, the BioSteel game? That was, yeah. <laughs> uh, and if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, go back to the last yeah. the episode that you know that we he and I did. Um, I, th- I think that be, ended up becoming one of the tags for that episode. <laughs> yeah. What was that, what was that yeah, conversation? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, when I got when I FaceTimed her, I mean, I mean, she started crying. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know. Yeah, she gets it. You know, she's you know she's an athletic trainer. You know, so she works you know works in sports by trade as well, um, which I think is why we work so well together. And uh, she understands obviously the long hours. Um, she knows the, all the the hard work and and the long hours and the dedication that goes with, um, you know, goes with the job. And and you know, it's um, it's well worth it to say the least. So, Sean, I mean, you like, you know, you're, you we talked about, you know, your kids are, you know, stick kids for the team and everything else. So, I mean, in your perspective, in your head, that clock hits zero. Oh, it's truly, you know, truly you know, amazing. You know, truly. you ha- you have your kids celebrating everything. I mean, what's going through your head in that moment? Holy cow, we just pulled it off. <clears throat> it was earlier in the season uh, when we were doing the lockers. Um, Steve, that's how I met Steven and everybody. Um, he, helped with the, he helped with the remodel <clears throat> of our locker. Of, so, literally, um, it was, I don't know, like August – and they found me like, hey, can you pull the locker room in at the deep freeze? You got like 48 hours. It's like done. So told you. Literally, like I locked myself into that locker room and we just knocked it out. And it was true. It, it turned out good. Then like three weeks later, like, hey, I got a bigger job for you. So come down to the Phantoms locker room at Cavelli. Uh, I think I had like two weeks to do that. One. Yeah, that we had a, we had a little yeah, more time. A little more time. One. So we got that done. Um, <laughs> And I remember one of the first t- couple times talking to Ward, he's like, yeah, um, we're winning this year. And at that point, like, truly believed in everything that happened between, like, Steven, you know, bringing in the kids, welcoming, just the culture there is just 110% confidence, 110% we're going to do this and do this again, and it's unbelievable to be a part of. All right, so uh, wrapping this up, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll ask the, the easy question here. Which one meant more, New Jersey or Youngstown? 
Youngstown. And, 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 I was say, and remember, you are in a Youngstown podcast. Yeah, by the way. no, I know. And, 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 and no ill hearted feelings for my New Jersey one. I mean, that one, was, you know, it was a long, a long five years in the North American League to, to win it. Um, but, um, I, uh, you know, just a little bit of a, you know, story. I interviewed with a few American League teams and, you know, before I decided to come to Youngstown and, and, uh, you know, and, Obviously, it ended up going, it ended up working out, right? And uh, you know, there was you know a couple of comments of like, well, yeah, you've you know you've done everything in, in North in the NA, but you know the USHL is is you know it's the it's the top tier, and and you know we we want you to go you know see if you can handle that. And I was like, all right, so that you know expecting to come here and try and prove myself, and and to just like come here, and obviously you know it it, it takes obviously everyone, you know, the players, the coaching staff, and everybody, but to prove, I know in a, in a way, and and I don't know what to say. I don't need to prove anything to anybody, right? I mean, but to, I mean more this more anything to prove to myself that I can do my job and I can do it well, and not to sound cocky or arrogant, just confident um, that you know I I know I'm 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 good at what I do, and because and, and because I'm so passionate of you know about it. And I love it, and I'm always willing and able to to learn every day and, and find better ways to do our job because there's no perfect way to do our job, and and to come into another environment, um, a completely different world and environment, and to you know accomplish what I accomplished this year, you know, Boston game, and then winning winning the Clark Cup. Um, I just you know do a little pat on the back to myself that like, hey, like you're doing just fine, like you're doing okay. Not too shabby for a kid from Texas. I'd say so. Yeehaw. All right, Texas. Have I called you the Texas tornado yet in this nah, episode? I, I, no, you haven't. Uh, no, see, you got haven't. down to the got, I remember right at the very end there. There we go. All right. So Sean Devontney, Stephen Smith, thank you very much for jumping on with us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and there we go. I'll tell you what, for kicking off the weekend, um, it took a lot longer to get the equipment set up than maybe I thought it would have, but uh, for that being the first interview of the weekend, what a way to start out. Yeah, I had the first time I got to sit in with the, the interview with Smitty. So obviously Sean is a, a colorful character. You know, yeah, I think that was a great way to start it out. So um, going forward, you know, we've we've got a lot, uh, had a lot to look forward to. Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, um, just a couple things. First of all, uh, once you listen to this episode, make sure you look up uh, Smitty, you can find him at uh, Smith Show Four either on Twitter or Instagram. Make sure you tell him how much you love the episode. He loves the feedback, uh, so make sure uh, make sure you're letting him know just how much you loved this episode uh, and everything uh, him and Sean talked about. So here, uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, so here in a couple days, uh, part two will be out, and that one will be featuring returning Phantoms and Clark Cup champions goaltender Colin Wynn and defenseman Tori Pittner. So you'll have that to look forward to in part two. Man, we, we had a lot of these. We're going to have to think of a way to end them. <laughs> uh, I guess just, just the facts, man. There you go. All right, so for Sam and Justin, we're not going to do this at the end of every single one, I promise. But uh, yeah, next episode up is part two. Bye now.